Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, folks. Michael Zuber, one rental at a time. Back with his good friend, Jonathan Twomley. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing great, Michael. How are you today? I'm doing great. I just realized there was a question I've wanted to ask you, and I've never asked you. It's it, it, and This is like a year and a half later, so I apologize for not asking this earlier. Are you ready? I'm ready. So at the peak of your portfolio, you had just over 400 units uh, oh. across a couple of apartment buildings. And I'm curious, how much time was Jonathan spending in the muck and mire of operational management, rent collection, repair requests, approvals, all that stuff that it takes to be a landlord? Because I'm sure that was a lot of work. 400 units, I can only imagine. Yeah, so there's four properties. They were all, they were in two cities in South Carolina. Okay. 400 units. The smallest one was 54 units. The biggest is 132. Okay. Okay. Uh, we had you know, professional management company on there, about 20 employees across the whole portfolio. Um, you know, we had lenders to deal with, we had you know, investors to deal with, mm-hmm. taxes to prepare, all that kind of stuff. So I would estimate that on the average, in the average week, you know, aside from getting the deals, right? So there's- Yeah, pretty, I'm, I'm talking post ownership. Like, you're talking about like once we close, yep. right? I would estimate that on average, you know, to do to deal with all of that average week probably three to four hours a week maybe. okay yeah. i would i i you know i was gonna guess i would have guessed north of 10 but so so let's say four hours a week that's what six roughly 16 hours a month yeah and some of that and so like an hour of that was like talking with my manager every week right so there were like questions that would come up by by email that i need to answer uh you know, dealing with the lenders occasionally or dealing mm-hmm. with the property manager or investor questions, you know, get a little busier around year end when I had to get sort of review the taxes and get everybody's, right. t- I didn't have to prepare them, but I mean, just had to make sure the accountants had what they needed and that mm-hmm. everybody got their K-1s and stuff like that. So it's a little more year end stuff. Uh, but really, I mean, that was it. You know, travel down to the properties occasionally to check them out. Now, were these value-add deals, meaning, hey, we're going to take the 54 units and we're going to upgrade half of them, or were they running? No, they were basically buy-and-hold deals. Okay, all right. Some value add, we did some light value-add on the largest one, mm. uh, ex- mostly exterior stuff. Okay. Uh, but um, and there so wasn't a heavy lift, like, hey, we're going to jack all these up. Yeah, okay. they weren't heavy lifts where we had to go and like completely redo everything. I mean, occasionally we would have units that had to be completely yeah, done. Yeah, but that's, yeah. For reason, right? And then, not, and then towards the end of holding these properties, we started upgrading units on turns, but there was nothing, you know, for me to do, right? So this is the thing. With multifamily, when you have a property manager on site, there is very little for you to actually do, which is one of the great things about it. And, yeah. and, and you, you obviously you need to keep on top of the manager. You need to like pop in on the property periodically, unannounced visits, you know. Unannounced visits. I'm glad you said that. That was, that was an eye opener for me. I told you I was coming. It's great. I showed up the very next week. Not so great. Unannounced visits are key. And, and then, uh, you know, you have to, um, you have to review the financials, you know, Mm -hmm. once a month. And then you've got your Monday morning reports to review, but it's not, this is not like a, heavy time intensive thing okay so you know i tell people all the time that you can actually do this part-time while you're building your portfolio nice to the point where you have enough income that you can leave your job like you can absolutely do that uh the, the finding deals is a little more intensive but even then 
if you do that the right way, you know, I always tell people, you are not the grunt person on the deal. You are the CEO of the deal. You have professionals who are doing all the stuff. Your job is just to make sure that everyone who's doing stuff is doing the stuff that they said they're, that they're mm-hmm. supposed to do, right? And probably the most labor-intensive thing for you, if you're syndicating, is chasing investors. Okay. Like all those people who said they're going to invest in your deal, you know, I mean, I'm doing that now. I'm spending a bunch of time right now, like chasing people who have, you know, made soft commitments on deals and then, you know, then now we're, you know, and then they disappear on you and you mm-hmm. track them down. Um, so let's, let's break that up. So again, so operationally, we're going to call it three hours a week. Yeah. How much time are you spending a week looking for the next deal? Well, that really depends on how much you want to spend, right? I mean, okay. so you could spend all day doing that if you want to, or if your market is fairly limited, maybe, mm-hmm. maybe not. You know, if you're kind of only investing in a couple of markets and those are your strike zones, so to speak. Right. You know, your your buy looking, box, to use my word, but yeah. Yeah, you're looking at what comes across your desk on the publicly yeah. market deals. Your brokers are calling you, hopefully, with like off-market stuff, and you want to you're taking a look at that. But I, again, this is not. I, I mean, I suppose you could spend all your time doing this if you wanted to. I don't know. You know, maybe you need to be looking across the whole country to be spending all your time. Yeah. But if you're looking at, if you've got two or three markets that you're that you're focused on, um, you know. It's not gonna, that's again. Do you not, think it's more or less than the three hours? That's really where I'm trying to go. Oh, for underwriting? Well, I mean, look, if you're, when I underwrite a deal, it probably takes me, I kind of dig in pretty deep. So maybe it's gonna be two, I, I can get lost doing it because it's fun, but it could be like two, three hours underwriting a deal maybe. So okay. you, could, like, you could quickly add up if you're seeing a lot of deals, but if you're not seeing that many deals because yeah. you know, your buy like, box is small or whatever. Yeah. Well, right now, I don't even look at the stuff that's publicly marketed. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, I you're no, not on loop net all day come on no no i don't mean that i mean like the broker the broker lists oh yeah right? yeah, yeah yeah because the broker lists like you're just one of five thousand people getting this yeah. and the, you know and there's going to be somebody who is going to put up a million dollars of hard money on day one yeah and buy the deal and I'm, it's just not me so i don't even bother looking at that stuff okay you know i i only look at the off-market stuff that people bring me because I figure I've got a better chance. And that that's not, it's not like that's coming every day. Right? No, I gotcha. All right. So, yeah. And then, uh, so the fi- I'm trying to divide up the work so people can realize where Jonathan focused. So there's the operational component, there's uh, looking for deals. And then obviously you just talked about it chasing investors, right? Yeah. That is that the most time consuming? Well, I wouldn't say that's even that time consuming because okay. you're talking about sending a couple of emails or, okay. texts or phone calls. So, you know, like I spent, 15, 20 minutes this morning sending out emails to people that I hadn't heard back from. So it's okay. not like, it's not like a hugely time intensive thing. You know, again, we're like sell, selling a deal you've got. Mm-hmm. You know, you're talking about sending out, you know, like an email every day, you know, offering the deal until you've got your soft commitments filled up, right? That's okay. sort of, it's not like it's, it's not, you know, and then you've got, you know, you're going to have to like review the legal documents. But again, none of this is like, this is not a full-time job is what I'm trying to tell people. Got if you get big enough to where it becomes a full-time job, then you're probably like everybody that I know who's basically spending like all their time doing this, they've got staff at this point because they're just that, right? right? They, can, they can afford to like hire analysts to do their first cut looking at deals, you know, right. that kind of stuff. So um, if you get big enough, you will, you know, but even then might, you know, you shouldn't, be spending all your time doing it, right? Because yeah. then you've got people working. That's what a team's for, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, as my, as my father-in-law 
frequently says like, if you're a business owner and you're spending more than two hours a day, like at your business, you're not doing it right. You're not doing it right. I like that. Very yeah. cool. Very cool, Jonathan. This is a lot of fun. Uh, and again, you have some deals you're working on right now, right? So people need to fill out your investor. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, we've got, we've, the, the pipeline is starting to fill up again. Nice. Uh, and so we're working on a number of things. Uh, th- this is all code GP stuff. So deals I'm, I'm working you know, oh, okay. as a code GP with other people, but uh, still, if you would like to access these deals, uh, the way to do it is to Google my, um, my company, which is Two Bridges Asset Management LLC and fill out the investor form mm-hmm. and we'll be in touch. Very cool. Thank you very much, Jonathan. Absolutely.